Brilliant Misfits, Episode 45, Honoring Your Ideas with Asia Kennedy. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful, and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Aisha Kennedy. Welcome everyone to Brilliant Misfits. So happy to have you listening again and I deeply appreciate it. I'm your host, Aisha Kennedy. Today, I'm going to do a solo episode and talking about my favorite subject, creativity. And I'm really going to hammer this home about we are all creative beings. And I'm going to keep saying it over and over and over again until you really get it. Now, I know a lot of you already know that, but I don't mean that you're creative because you're an artist and that you draw and paint, although you might be. But I want everyone to really embrace the fact that Anything that you make, anything that you create, having an idea even means you are a creative person. It's that simple. And I'm going to go into that a little bit more in depth about the idea and being creative. And I just want to touch on first a little bit about last week's episode with the wonderful Shannon Bush, the business innovator and creator and founder of creative possibility and she works with businesses, small businesses, small entrepreneurial businesses and she really is bringing home the the truth that creativity is who we are and how bringing creativity into business is what it's all about for her and finding that effortless flow when you are in that creative process and you really embrace it, really stepping outside the box and getting excited and passionate and doing things this way that haven't been done before, trying something new. This is all part of being creative. Now, when we talked on the show last week and I just absolutely loved my conversation with her and if you missed that episode, you must go back and listen to it because she has lots of gems to share with you. But one of the things we said was that the word creativity often isn't used in businesses. It's often phrased as innovation. So they will say, you know, innovative or innovation is part of their, you know, company or their business. And really they are talking about creativity because being innovative is part of being creative and it's part of the process about thinking outside the box, uh, discovering new things, sometimes by accident. It's just that willingness to try new things and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't but it's really coming around in businesses that the more people embrace creativity and they make the space for the people in their company to get creative to be innovative the happier they are and the happier and more joyful they are the more they produce and they actually do better work and it serves everybody really serves everybody in a much better way so let's go back to the idea of creativity and the very first step in the creating process is having an idea and getting an idea and if you've ever had an idea that means you are creative because it really and truly is the very first step 
in the creating process. Now, our ideas aren't something that we think up. It might seem that way, but if you really think about it, your great ideas have come to you in times when you weren't thinking at all. Like for me, I've gotten my greatest ideas just as I was waking up from a deep sleep. I'm not even fully functioning in my brain yet. And all of a sudden, I'll feel this download, this idea that just boom, comes into my consciousness. And that's the way it is for a lot of us. It's like when you're daydreaming or playing or in the shower, you're not even thinking about anything. And that idea comes. But it's coming, it's almost like a download. But the other side of that is it's not really coming from anywhere outside of you. In a way, it's coming from inside you and the conditions are right for whatever reason, the conditions are right for that idea to just pop up or rise up in your consciousness. And when it does, I would love for you to really honor it and really have deep gratitude that you've got this idea. You know, it's, it is like a gift. Having a great idea, having a bad idea, whatever idea, just having one is a gift. And if we start to see it that way, we're going to really be able to create some amazing things in the world. Now, one of the most important things, as soon as an idea comes to you, is that you get it down on paper, write it down, or grab your phone and record it so that it's it's grounded because so often ideas come and we think we're going to remember it later on and often we don't it just disappears and the rational mind comes in and sometimes just buries it so that we forget it or you know we don't we just dismiss it and it's really important that as soon as you get this gift of an idea rising into your consciousness that you grab a pen and paper and just write it down. And there's something really profound about putting your idea down on paper. Maybe you can even have an ideas journal. I have one where every time I think of something, I'm jotting it down. And maybe I go back and look at that a little bit later on and try not to judge those ideas when you go back and look at it, but start to ask yourself the questions like what will help nourish and nurture this idea? So you're treating it like... um like a, an entity or like a baby. It's it's like something that needs to be nurtured and nourished. And it's your responsibility to do that. It's come to you. And it's not just an idea that you have. It's an idea that's been gifted to you. And you can take that and start to nourish and nurture it by asking what will help grow this idea into a beautiful blossom so that it flourishes out in the world. Now, of course, not all ideas pan out. You know, you can start an idea and start to develop it. And then all of a sudden, you've tried everything, but it's just not flowing. It's just not working. And at some point, you just intuitively know that "Mm -mm, this is not a go. And so you want to just be able to let it go, create some space and just wait for the next beautiful gift to drop in. Or maybe you already have a few that you have written down in your notebook, in your journal, and just go to another one. And how do you know which one to pick? You just look at the one that excites you the most, the one that you get kind of really excited about and start to develop that. Now, one of the coaching programs that I've done in the past is called Blossom. And it's like, treating an idea like um, a 
a garden and it's really about tending your inner garden. So when I said it's your responsibility to nurture and nourish this idea, this is this whole idea of looking at it as sort of um, a plant or something in your garden, a flower. And so there are like five stages to that process of when you get an idea. And the first thing is, is that you write it down on paper so that it's grounded then you want to cultivate the soil and really that's cultivating your soul so that you want to create space and breathing room for this idea to be able to grow into. So whatever that means to you, how will you cultivate the ground for your idea to grow in? And then you want to plant it and you want to plant that idea because it excites you, because you know that you're going to stay with that idea for as long as possible to see and to give it the most you can to see it grow. And as I say, sometimes it will and sometimes it's not, but you've got to give it that chance to grow. So that's the planting phase. And then you have the growing phase. So you want to just do whatever you can to help it to grow. What does that mean? What can you do to grow your idea? And as you start to put that intention, that thought into the world, you'll be amazed at people that come into your life, that you'll just seems like synchronicity or coincidence and then nothing is accidental. You are just actually drawing those people and those situations and those things that are going to support your idea. They're all going to flow into place. Now, there's also, when we have a garden, there's a bit of weeding and a bit of feeding, okay, because we have to fertilize the plant so that it grows. We have to weed so it has its space and it can grow. And for me, weeding is like weeding out those negative mindsets that we all have, the doubt, uh, the sabotaging part of ourselves, the, you know, the part that doesn't believe that it's good enough or the idea is not make-worthy Whatever that is, we have to do a little bit of weeding and then we want to feed. So how are you going to feed it? So maybe, you know, joining a support group or getting a coach, someone that will help you to manifest this beautiful soul-seeded idea and manifest that into the world. And then, of course, the last, it's blossoming and you want it to flourish. You want it to blossom and flourish. And so what can you do to sustain it, to keep it growing, to keep it nourished, to keep it continuing to bloom? Now, I want to go back to Shannon and what we talked about, because one of the things that she is passionate about, please go and listen to her episode. It's so good. One of the things she's passionate about is the law of effortlessness. And she talks a lot about that because she is all about creating business in an effortless way. And who isn't for that? But, you know, I think we're so conditioned to believe that it has to be busyness and that we're always busy. And that means that we're really working hard. But that, you know, sometimes that's the opposite of really creating businesses about joy and creating something that we love, especially for entrepreneurial women that are in business we know that there's got to be that wonderful balance between doing what we need to do in the business, but having it be effortless and still getting results. So she's really masterful at helping women do that. And I really loved that conversation that we had about the law of effortlessness and how when you're really passionate about your idea and you're helping to grow it, you're nurturing it, you're nourishing it, you get into this flow state, this zone of what she talked about. And I think that's really, really important that we don't 
that we remember that, you know, there's an effortless way to success in business. We don't have to push. We don't have to struggle. We don't have to feel overwhelmed. And if you do, I encourage you to seek out some coaching help or a support group so that you can continue your idea. Because so often, if we get overwhelmed, our, our idea gets buried It gets buried in the weeds. And so we really need to do a bit of weeding and feeding and give it the best possible chance to grow. You can think of your idea as something that's really not you. It's outside of you in a way. It's like an entity that you are being given to bring into the world. And it's not that the idea comes from outside of you because I truly believe that we all come in with soul-seeded ideas and desires within us. And it's our job to discover what they are and to manifest them into the world. Now, it's just reading this wonderful book by Wayne Dyer. I can see clearly now, and he sure can. He really is so good at describing his life. But, you know, towards the end of the book, he really talked about, you know, the desire being something that, we fully commit to that desire that's planting planted within us and that manifesting is not about manifesting what we want like something outside of us but it really is about manifesting what we are and who we are and allowing that to come through and that's the whole beautiful journey of life is to really be able to be true to ourselves and express ourselves in a way that is who we are, what we've come in as, and we can manifest that by just dropping into that place of knowing that everything we need, every single thing we need to to manifest our most beautiful creative potential is already there within us. And we just have to go within and discover it and be brave, be courageous, be resilient to bring that out into the world. So I'm going to just recap a little bit about what I was talking about today. And mostly it's about the first step in your creating process. And it's really important that when an idea comes to you, that you see it as a gift, give gratitude and write it down. Doesn't matter if you follow through with it or not, just write every single idea that comes to you, honor it, say thank you so much for this gift, this idea, and you write it down. That's the very first step in your creating process. And I'll be going through the other steps in the creating process in the next few solo episodes. That's the first step is to really honor your idea. Don't dismiss it. Don't let the rational mind interfere. Just say thank you so much. What an honor to have this idea. And I'm going to write it down right now. And you write it down. And then you want to look at ways that you can nourish and nurture the idea so that it can possibly come into fruition and be in the world. Maybe it's meant to be in the world. And so you want to give it the best possible chance to do that. And you can do that by, you know, thinking of, thinking of it as a garden where you're going to cultivate, you're going to plant it, you're going to grow it, you're going to weed and feed it and you're going to allow it to blossom and flourish. 
So next week, I'm going to be talking, I'm going to go a little bit different. We've been doing a lot on intuition and creativity, and that's one of my favorite things to talk about, so I know I'll be coming back to it again. But next week, I've interviewed this wonderful woman who has been through an incredible journey and the resilience that she found inside herself the bravery and resilience that she found inside herself. I'm I'm almost going to cry just even talking about it. It's a very moving story. It's incredibly inspiring. And what she's been able to do in turning her life around is just, it's goosebumps. And I'm just so honored that she came on the show and shared that personal story. I know that she hadn't talked about that before, and I don't mean to mean sound so mysterious, but I don't want to give anything away. Um, it's just one of those stories of resilience and courage and bravery. And she's out there now helping other women do the same thing. And it's just fantastic. And so please tune in next week into that episode. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. It's so easy. You can just go to my website and to podcast. There's a place to subscribe. You'll get your weekly episode downloaded automatically to your nominated device. And if you particularly love an episode, maybe there's a specific episode that really, really resonated with you, I would love it if you went to iTunes and gave it a rate and review. And that really helps other listeners to find it. So the more rates and reviews that I have on the podcast, the more other people are able to find it and enjoy and be inspired and encouraged to do it their way and be brilliant at what they do. So there's lots of tips and tools in all the episodes. You can go back always and re-listen to some of the older episodes. There's so many good ones there. I'm just so, I can't even believe that there are so many good episodes. I feel so honored to have spoken to so many women in all walks of life who are sharing so generously in to help you to be inspired and to really find your way and, you know, find that seed within you and help it to grow into a beautiful life and a beautiful business that feels joyful, creative, and flowing. So until next week, as always, be true to you and be brilliant. Thank you. Deep gratitude for tuning in. I love you all. Bye-bye. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.